uh, of hearing our wonderful voices this week. So I wanted to make sure we <laughs> we still got on. Yes, all our this, millions you know? and millions of fans. We do not want to disappoint them. Uh, potential millions of fans. So, uh, <laughs> a stranger's what? just a fan that hasn't heard of a, uh, heard, heard of us vibes. yet. Jeez. <laughs> um, oh. okay. So, uh, this week's going to be pretty different. Uh, we're, we're really going to cut it short, unfortunately. Uh, but because we're taking a step back and reassessing what the podcast is, uh, I think something we've been talking about and, and we want to apply to this is, is just a, a sense of community and the people that are veterans, not, not of just film, but veterans for the uh, military in the United States. And we would like to bring on people from that world that are in the industry and promote them and ask them questions. And so we're going to be doing some of that. And we're also going to be taking a step back and looking at veterans who are actually in film and have made progress, uh, you know, bigger names, <laughs> people that uh, were pioneers for the industry and, uh, you know, actors, filmmakers, etc. cetera. Uh, what do you think about now, that? Paul, <laughs> Paul, when, when you say actors that, that people that are already in the industry are pioneers, do you have any examples that you can share? Well, yes, I can, but I'm not going to. I mean, that's a spoiler. Okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the first one. The first one we're going to be going. <laughs> I think you just told me to shut my dirty mouth. Shut, shut your dirty mouth, Dan. Um, no, we're, we're going to be talking about uh, or where you're considering doing a story-like story episode on Jimmy Stewart, who was a veteran and, I mean, pretty big actor and filmmaker. So that's, I'm really excited about that. And uh, we've got a few people that are interested in coming on the podcast to talk to us, veterans here in LA, and uh, their work in the industry, uh, either stand-up comedy or acting or just, you know, being an idiot. <laughs> so, oh, uh, man, I am, I am super excited to talk to some of these people. Like, I am too. I think, uh, I think they, that showing... just to see where they, where they started and where they're, where they're heading. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's not an understanding honest. I didn't have this understanding that there were a, a community of veterans here in LA until I got here and started talking to people. And there is a lot going on in this world that a people, a lot of people don't know about. And I just want to shine a light on that. And I've met some great people and I want to help them get to the next level of their career. And I think this is a good opportunity for that. And we're also, you know, still going to talk about films and things that are happening in the industry. We're just going to be a little more streamlined on what we want and what we want to convey and you know, kind of stand out as a podcast. Because let's face it, there's a lot of podcasts out there and you can get really muddled and really uh, lost in the shuffle. Uh, so we're... Uh, we're excited about this, and I think I'm really excited to have Dan on this journey because Dan is my boy, my boy Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if there's some uh, stuff we want to create, it's appropriate. I feel eighty. What? So that's that's strangely appropriate. I feel eighty. No, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I I think uh, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun on the podcast. We're gonna really bring something new to the table and. 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about that. Dan, do you have any ideas of what you want to talk about in the future, like going forward, the uh, segments that you want to bring up or create? Well, I mean, there's there's a few things that I've got kind of cooking, um, but, yeah. but nothing that I'm ready to share with yet. Um, no problem. Just just things that I'll, I'll pitch. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, but I, I am I am really excited to uh, to kind of put a, a highlight on on, you know, this podcast and, and kind of step aside because you can always get, you know, just a bunch of people sitting down talking to each other about what the next speculation of, you know, the next Marvel movie or DC, like you can find that anywhere. But, but really, I mean, you, you don't, you don't see a lot of people, um, just kind of uncovering that community, um, and, and, and kind of allowing, um, so to speak, uh, other people to just kind of come in and, and be a part of that. Um, mm-hmm. cause I mean, yeah, we're, we're all veterans. Um, but, uh, first and foremost, I mean, we're all Americans or, you know, humans. <laughs> so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I teared up a little just then. That was beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> that, that was, that was my, my independence day speech. Oh, wow. You pulled you pulled a Bill Pullman. It needs a lot of work. You, you pulled a Bill Pullman. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I still want to talk about movies. I still want to do that. I, I think you're right, though. I think uh, this feels deeper. It, it's something that we're passionate about and something we want to... Uh, I, I've always been really big, an advocate for bringing people together and just propping them up and helping them succeed and getting their name out there. And this is a great way to do that. And, uh, it's acting is so hard, man. It's just the, the industry and filmmaking. It's such a, a hard place to get your foot in the door and just, just move forward. And, um, I, I know that from personal experience and uh, anything I can do to help other people, you know, excites what? me. Uh, that, that, that kind of leads me into, uh, into something that I'd like to try if, if you're if you're down. I'm scared, but yes, what? <laughs> you should be, <laughs> because um, you're a veteran. Uh huh. You're in the industry. Uh huh. It only seems appropriate that you're our first guest. Well, uh, I could be. <laughs> I could be. Uh, so it, so Paul. Um, <laughs> oh crap! All right, man. You know yeah, what's wait, funny? It's too I late. was actually in the fire. I was actually considering putting this on you. I was going to be like, Dan, you're our first guest because you're a veteran. It, but you it, it sounds the... like you were a little slow on this. I, I, wow. <laughs> I'm, I really regret not doing this first. Oh, well, well here we are. Yeah. yeah. All right. Put you, it on you me. You live, you learn. Uh, yes. I... All right. <laughs> I'm Paul Dixon. Uh, I go by Paul Allen Dixon as my stage name. And I've been in L.A. for about six plus years now. And originally from Alabama, I was a... You know, I'm a veteran of the United States Air Force. I was in for six years, and I was stationed with. Would you Would you do in the uh, in the Air Force? Uh, well, I first was Security Forces when I first joined, and then after about two years, I transferred into refueling maintenance uh, and worked on the trucks that refueled the jets. So we did that uh, together, actually, and. Uh, I, I was, uh, I was one of those mechanics that had never touched a wrench until I became a mechanic. <laughs> I was, I was not, I mean, 
you know, they put you where they, they feel is best for you to serve. And uh, it just wasn't for me. But I, I'm really yeah, happy well, I got what? to meet people you, like you. You you may you may sound or you may feel or, or convey that it wasn't for you and in, in that you you weren't, you know, necessarily good at it. But I, I, I do want to reinforce that, dude, you were great. Like, seriously, I worked with you. You were you were awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. And I, I really, when it comes down to it, I wouldn't change a thing because I met, I met great people that I'm still friends with to today. I, I'm, I'm He's a, talking about me. I'm great. He, you're not the only person, okay? There are other people. <laughs> Just let me have my vanity. <laughs> Your danity? My danity. I like it. We're uh, trademark that one. Trademark, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I when I was a kid, I performed for my grandparents. And I lived with them at the time. And um, I would perform The Lion King and different movies and do my sister. Okay, and, so yeah. So can I can I hop in really quick? I got a question about performing The Lion King. Okay. So when, when you say that you performed The Lion King, you, you obviously you put on a production for them. Um, did what did you do about all the animals to to start with? Like, can you can you set a scene on that one? Okay, so you know we didn't have animals, so we would have to use this thing called acting and pretend <laughs> like we had animals uh, or were animals, and uh, you know. We would have to do the music, and we would lip sync. We wouldn't actually sing. I mean, we were really young, and uh, Lion King is, it will to this day is still my favorite Disney movie. So, uh, right on. It, I had no idea it was based off of a Shakespeare play. <laughs> I mean, who is this guy? Shakespeare? <laughs> but it, I, I didn't know much about anything at that point. I just knew Lion King was the greatest Disney movie of all time. And besides bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. My grandparents loved it. And my sister, she was a good, she was a good scar. <laughs> she was, uh, you know, she was already kind of scary. So she just kind of brought that out. You know, she, she would, oh, yeah. she, she put on like a long coat <laughs> and like a, a brim hat and she became like scary and it, it was really cute, but you know, it still, uh, scares me to this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on yeah man um so you know i never explored acting till i got into high school and i started doing drama class and you know just writing a few scenes and acting them out and uh it didn't really go beyond anything till much later uh i got out of the air force and uh years passed i was in my early 30s now i'm in my later 30s <laughs> Um, I started exploring acting classes in Las Vegas and I was training with John Armand at the acting, uh, acting studio there. Uh, it's no longer around. He unfortunately passed away. Uh, shout oh, out, I'm shout sorry out to, to the class that. of Armand. Uh, no, he was a great guy. He, you know, uh, he reminded me a lot of, or, or Henry Winkler reminds me a lot of him in Barry so it's it's i still have to see that oh man barry's great yeah i I still gotta get caught up past season one but it's it's pretty great um 
yeah, so he he was my first acting coach. Uh, I, I I did skip ahead a bit. I did I did do a little bit of work in San Francisco. I did my first training there for improv and acting classes, but I had taken a break after that to you know go be a corporate dog or whatever. And I worked at a slot machine company in Vegas, which is where I found you got to grind out that existence. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I. Yeah, I'm not going to go into that, but it's just it was a it was an experience for like five years. It's fine. Um, but but I I do know through that experience, like you did some things that were kind of off off on your own while you were you were, you know, being that corporate dog. Yeah. You um, know, I got to the point where I was like, I, I just need to do something creative. Uh, I So I started writing short films with some buddies I yep. went to school with. I, I was paying out of pocket, just taking a couple of classes. That's where I met Tyler, who I'm still buddies with today. And we made uh, some short films. Uh, one of them in particular where Dan starred as George R.R. R. Martin. Uh, this, <laughs> the name of the film is uh, A Song of Ice and Thigh R.R. <laughs> and uh, he plays a very demonic version of George R.R. R. Martin, which we feel is very accurate to the behind-the-scenes version that we don't see. He seems very nice in real life, but I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Uh, but dude, uh, I have to shout you out now because that was when we made that short film, I just knew you were going to nail it and you did in every way. It was phenomenal. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, dude. Uh, so we, we made some short films together and then, uh, I quit my job one day and moved to LA about six years ago. And one of the best decisions I, decisions I ever made. And I've been out here just hustling, man. And, uh, Finally, in the last year, I, I started really getting traction. I was in two different TV shows, one including a recurring actor, a recurring role in Perry Mason on HBO. And I also got another co-star in All Rise, which is on the Oprah Winfrey Network. I, I, I'm really thankful for those experiences. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be more to come. But... Uh, yeah, that's where my career is now. I'm also, I, I just did a play in Long Beach uh, for Pierre Gint, which uh, I got to play seven different characters. It was insane. And then uh, right now I'm rehearsing for The Tempest by that Shakespeare guy. And uh, yeah, it's it's come together. I'm, I'm looking to hopefully get back into making some short films in the near future, and I'm just going to keep pushing forward. Uh See, and that's that's awesome. I'm, I'm yeah, super. Uh, I'm you know I'm super excited to see where you're going with everything. Now I, I did have a couple of follow up questions on on some yeah. of the things that um, like some of the films that made you like what what would you say like your top five films that you you know reference or go back to all the time? Like what what really gave you that? But, that bug, but, you know, I'll tell you, that, as, an, that as sense an, of being. Yeah, as an actor, the one I always go back to that really affected me as a child was Back to the Future. Um, Michael J. Fox was just he was it for me as a as an actor. I thought he was the greatest. I would I would actually you know force my grandfather to take me to the video store. I would find a Michael J. Fox film, and <laughs> and this was uh, this might have been not long after back to the future but i i was very naive as a young kid and i had uh i had seen teen wolf 
which I love. Oh, yeah. It's a Teen terrible Wolf. movie, but it's awesome. Uh, Teen Wolf, uh, best thing in the movie, him surfing USA on the top of the van. It's, it's so great. Um, <laughs> so I would force my grandfather to take me to a video store, and then I'd find something like The Secret of My Success. And I would tell my grandfather, I, I bet he turns into a werewolf in this movie, too. <laughs> and he would be like no that i don't think michael j fox is going to turn into a werewolf in this movie i'm like yes he will <laughs> just give it time just give it time he will do it um and then and if he doesn't you just say it, it's clearly you know it wasn't a full moon <laughs> well I, I i brought it to the front counter and i said he turns into a werewolf in this movie right and the guy's like no <laughs> <laughs> so michael j fox was the best uh top five okay well i mean i have to mention the dark knight i mean i remember the movie oh, experience yeah. uh seeing the movie in imax in las vegas i'll never forget that uh it was life-changing uh to see someone i i to this day i look at heath ledger's performance and i cannot see that actor he became you know, something you know I, I i would like to kind of throw something out there in in direct reference to um heath lever heath ledger's joker yeah um when like bef- when they first announced it when they were they were talking about they were gonna include the joker in like the next movie and they didn't even really have a title yet or it was just kind of like a working concept um, I remember going over to your your apartment and you were just sitting at your computer and it's like you were sitting there in a fever dream trying to speculate who is going to be the next Joker. Um, and you're like, dude, they, they, they have to, like, it seems really unconventional. You know, this is like Brokeback Mountain or Knight's Tale. Like, he, he didn't really seem to fit psychological, like, horror in, in those regards. Like that really broken soul um but you're like no they this would be amazing and you kind of talked to me about it and you were all hyped up and i just remember sitting there going really that guy and uh and i was wrong (laughs) i tell you everyone everyone was like that uh and i i you know the first time i heard it i was like that was not the choice i expected uh, but I never, I never like <laughs> fully hated the idea. I just, I really needed to wrap my head around. It. And then when I started hearing what he was going to do with the role and the, the, uh, things he was taking from like, you know, Alex Delarge from Clockwork Orange, he said that, and he said, uh, Sid Vicious and the Sex Pistols. And I was just like, God, that's, that's amazing. That's going to be something. And it just got me hyped, man. And uh, I just, I knew, I knew it was going to be great. And uh, uh, funny story, <laughs> uh, I got to school the day, uh, the day he died. I had no idea that he died. And the first person to tell me before I even entered the building about his death was your wife. <laughs> yeah. 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 She, she let me know that. And I was just like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that was a hard day. Like, I oof. I had to leave uh, school after I looked it up online. I, anyway, it was a tragedy, but I, I just I always go back to that film. And I always just kind of think about the fact that he was able to immerse himself in that. Um, another one that I always bring up 
is Schindler's List. Schindler's List, uh, I cry like a baby (laughs) towards the end of that movie. I know that's not an indication of like, this is a, this is a great movie, uh, reason to love a movie or reason to put it in your top ten, but there's just so much special care put into that film beyond just that scene towards the end. And Steven Spielberg just he's he's the greatest, uh, probably one of my favorite directors of all time. Uh, <laughs> controversial, I know. Uh, so <laughs> I I really love that film for many reasons uh it 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 something i i never i was always interested in the holocaust but i never looked into it or or got really interested until that film and uh, it just made me it, it kind of formed me into a better person i know it's weird to say but it's like it 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 made me realize the atrocities and the terrible things that happen in the world are something we have to stand up against and fight you know Absolutely. Like yeah. film, film and even TV, any, any, um, media, you've got music, TV, movies, comics, books, um, anything that, that can kind of just challenge you to grow and show you another side of humanity. Like that, I think Schindler's List is a very poignant pick that that's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, well said, uh, Fourth one, um, God, this is hard. This is so hard. You put me on the spot, man. Uh, well, yeah, you had no. Uh, I, I do want to let everyone know that he, Paul has had zero preparation. He's actually been trying to do um, setup for for other like uh, other avenues that we wanted to go down, and I, I kind of. Um, Took a cheap shot in trying to make sure I, I put him on the spot first. You son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, we'll get over it. The good news is I have you an can't app. quit me. I have an app <laughs> uh, that will allow me to see my top ten films. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Uh, yeah, it's letterboxed. Uh, I know a lot of movie fans use this one. Uh, so I'm going to... I'm going to pull up my list for top 10 movies of all time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's no surprises here. (laughs) You 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 almost sound disappointed though. You're like, Oh, well, I was hoping, you know, I'm not going to say anything that people probably don't know about, but uh, at the same time, it's like, well, of course it's one of the most, but but, you know, to go back to influential films, uh, maybe I can pull from that a little more. Um, Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh, the, yes. the amount of filmmaking put into that, the, the details, the, the love that Peter Jackson just, I, I don't know why the Hobbit wasn't as good, but uh, that's another story. Uh, it was just so unexpectedly magical for me because I, I, I didn't know I anything have my about speculations on the Hobbit. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't have any idea what I was going to see though, because I had, I never grew up with Lord of the Rings. I never read the books. I never read The Hobbit. I, I didn't know anything. So I saw this film, and it just it changed my world. Like, it really did. I, I saw that movie. I, I must have seen it five times in the theater, at least. Uh, because I remember the fifth time, uh, I was going to see a film 
with some friends that wanted to see something that looked really shitty. And I was like, I'm going to go see Lord of the Rings again. So I went by myself <laughs> and uh, I fell asleep because I had seen it so many yes, times. You should. <laughs> and it wasn't because I was bored. I just, I, I'd seen it so much, but I couldn't help it. I couldn't help myself. Um, you weren't bored. You were home. Yeah, I was home. I was comfortable. That's, that's right. That's, that's a great way to put it. I like that. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, I want to stay away from comic book movies. I feel like that's all I'm going to bring up. Um, another influential film, I, I think I think that it's safe to say The Godfather. Oh, I knew it. I was waiting for that one to come up. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, uh, I remember in high school uh, being obsessed with Al Pacino and that performance in the first movie and just... Uh, <sighs> I, I wouldn't say there was a specific movie that made me want to be an actor, but I can tell you that's a film that that was the first film that I saw that made me understand that cinema can be more than just pictures moving. You know, it 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 goes into deep into your soul, you know, and it plants a seed oh, yes. and it, it it creates this idea that, wow, this is something special. And something different that isn't just, uh, you know, fluff. It's 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 operatic, Shakespearean, and uh, yeah, it was just it was so beautiful, man. Um, the whole, I mean, I would say the whole trilogy, but just the first two movies. Are, I, the third one, eh, you know, it was, it was all right. Uh, the first two, though, <laughs> yeah. So that I, I would say those top, those are my top five. Yeah. See that that's awesome, uh, and I I think that you know a lot of people can can kind of learn from from certain. I don't want I don't want to just kind of pigeon-toe it into or or ba- like debase it down to um, just actors, but anybody you can you can learn a lot about anyone just from like their top five, you know whether it's a director. Okay, what kind of styles do they really like? Mm-hmm. Um, actors you know what what kind of range are they interested in like um just just all the way down to like the sound boom guy you know like the sound engineer like like what 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 kind of authentic you know audio is he looking for Uh, like fully sounds yeah exactly yeah Yeah. no I, i think a lot of people do not give enough credit to sound in films. Uh, I remember, Oh, absolutely. I don't know where the quote came from, but somebody had said something quoted a quote (laughs) that, uh, you can watch a shitty movie with great sound, but you can't watch a beautiful movie with shitty sound. Cause you've actually said that to me multiple times. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But (laughs) I got that quote from my videos had crappy audio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, and it, you'd always pull me to the side and go, "Man, you got you got to work on that." <laughs> I, I can't, I can't watch another well, I, one. I have to say, man, I, I thought I always thought it was amazing. You would go out of your way to go make stuff uh, like the YouTube channel content. I always thought that was so admirable and and exciting. You know, uh, well, that's that's because I am wildly stubborn. You're what? Wildly stubborn. Wildly stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've I've known that for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I, I, I'm really glad I got to share all that. Uh, I could go on forever with things that have influenced me, but those are the things that just pop out of my head. And uh, yeah, and I, I, I love how excited you get about yeah. film, and it's not even necessarily anything that just you're in. It's not coming from a very vain place. It's it's coming from a place where you are just excited about it. No, you I know, love talking you about sit movies. Sit down and I talk about the yeah. the Godfather for. Hmm two hours I, I think there's one one time we we sat down and we talked about um like the snyder cut of yeah. the justice league yeah and we were on the phone for three hours well see that's something <laughs> like, i i really it, it want a long time yeah i want to do stuff like that too and it doesn't have to be the main podcast or it can be just kind of in between podcasts you know we record our conversations talking about a film we recently watched and we just talk yeah. about that for like an hour and just call it a day, you know. Uh, I, I I actually saw recently a film that I really wanted to talk to you about, and I realized, oh, there's no way in hell Dan's seen that. <laughs> and uh, that that's not you like you don't I, know. You don't well, know. You gotta I, ask me, all right. so I can tell you no, I haven't seen it. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> I I I'm excited to ask now. Uh, have you seen the movie Under the Skin? With Scarlett Johansson. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, yeah, so... I, I feel good about that one. <laughs> that, uh, I that's wanted... a cut, right? Cut? But? Did you say but? I, I No, no, I said that's a cut, right? That's a that's cut? A cut? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not surprised. Uh, <laughs> I would say um, it's definitely not a film that is for everybody but it creeped me the fuck out um so you know stuff like that i want to do more of uh again it's all about streamlining what the show is about and it's really the meat and bones of this is film vets their experiences and let's talk about movies and i think absolutely that's, i think that's something fun i that excites me Oh, I'm I am absolutely stoked to be able to just kind of sit down and and just this just to discuss. I mean, we we have had some I, I want to say amazing conversations on film, and some of the things like I I wish I could have recorded it and just put it out there for other people to hear because we would get like deep down into some really crazy theories. We would just mm-hmm. kind of break things apart. We would have fun with it even just kind of pick fun at some of the stuff um so i mean i i definitely want to keep keep that going and you know if there's anybody that has any kind of uh random like obscure film that you think we should see let us know we'll we'll watch it we'll review it <laughs> just just make it weird though it's gotta no, be weird. i i know you you met tony uh <laughs> shout out to I my love boy tony. tony uh yeah, so Tony. Tony. Uh, Tony is a he is a cinephile to to the extreme. He's so knowledgeable and just. Uh, I hope if he's listening to this because I'm pretty sure he listened to the last or at least the first podcast. Um, please suggest movies for us to watch. <laughs> because Tony, it's... give us something super weird. Like <laughs> Don't do that. Assignment. No, it's gonna be no, weird. No, no. I want. It's I want like so like weird. open open up that lead lined box of odd and just pull out <laughs> oh, no. something that 
that is just so bizarre that, you know, I'll be awake at three in the morning staring at my ceiling wondering, what the hell did I just watch? I want that. Shit. I need that in my life. <laughs> Tony, oh. make that happen. Oh, you, careful what you wish I love for. that guy. No, he's great. He's the best. Um, so, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm excited for the future. I, I hope you guys, you listeners, come along for the ride and, you know, listen to our babblings of such things. And, uh, you know, I, I am not... I am not beholden to anything, one thing with the podcast. It can be anything. It can evolve into, you know, who knows what. But uh, I think this is a great start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. All right. Well, thank you for the interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anybody out there has any um kind of off-the-wall questions we can we can do a follow-up one of these days but if you if you got any questions um hey paul where can they drop some questions hell yeah yeah uh dan where can where can uh people find you i i just asked you where can they do questions (laughs) fine (laughs) you just ignored me what was your question I said, where can they put down some questions for us? Like, follow-up questions for you specifically. You're a veteran in the industry. I oh. want to give them an opportunity to ask something if they want to. Yeah, yeah. well, that that led into where can they find you. I was going to lead that. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I jumped the gun. That's My okay. Apologies. It's okay. It's okay. We'll figure this out. We're, we're still, we're noobs. <laughs> uh, you know, we got film That's vets. how you can tell we're authentic. Yeah, it's a labyrinth of a conversation. Man, these guys suck. They're so good. Where <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the Tommy was so is a podcast, huh? Oh God, no, 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 no. Well, maybe. Uh, oh, hello, Paul. <laughs> so we have a Facebook group. We have. I'm pretty sure we have an Instagram. We have contact there. But uh, Dan, where, where's your? What's the name of your? follow handles and such all right so i actually have two different locations both of them are underneath the name theodore bear dog and uh one of these days i'll tell everyone where that comes from but uh it's on instagram theodore bear dog or facebook underneath theodore bear dog where can they find you paul oh wow thanks for asking dan um People can, people can find me. At, I had it written down on my hand. Oh, good. Uh, tattooed like memento. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can. I'm just find, reading a script all around my body. Perfect. Uh, you can find me at Paul Allen Dixon, A L A N, not A L L E N. Don't trust the A L L E N. Uh, Paul Allen Dixon. Uh, I also have. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, website, you name it. Uh, please reach out and ask questions. I've already had people contact us about the podcast, and uh, we're you know really excited to hear from you. Now, yeah. I, I do wanna I do wanna kind of jump in and say you know thank you all for listening. I, I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, as I'm sure Paul does too. Um, you know we we're really happy to be here. Um, just making hopefully some really entertaining stuff for you yeah definitely uh one more one last thing i want to say 
and this will be probably my sign off and you say whatever you want in response. Thank you for your service, Dan. Oh, well, thank you for your service. And that's how we'll end the podcast. (laughs) All right. All right. Have a good one, everyone. All right. Take it easy.